Hello everyone and welcome to the 36th episode of the Connectivity Podcast. I'm Mattias Rydström and I've spent the last 25 years inside the Connectivity community. In this pod, we invite guests to deep dive into one or many subjects to simply learn more about connectivity. And in this 36th episode, I'm extremely happy to welcome back Katsuyasu Toyama from JPNAP to continue the discussion. Cloud services, uh, they become increasingly popular around the world. Is that the yep. same case in Japan? Uh, is cloud a popular service or do people yeah. tend to store their data with themselves? Yes. Oh, the clouds become some popular and popular okay. in Japan as well. Yeah. So uh, we have, uh, of course, an uh, international uh, cloud players like uh, Amazon, uh, Google, Microsoft. Mm. Yeah. And also uh, Japanese Providers like in the IIJ or Sakura, yeah, mm-hmm. they are providing the, uh, the Japanese oh, clouds. Okay. So, uh, and also, uh, oh, as I mentioned, digitalization uh, mm-hmm. in Japan, digital transformation in Japan is in, um, moving faster and faster. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the needs for using the cloud services is increasing more and more. Mm-hmm. So, connecting to uh, the clouds. Was becomes very important. Mm-hmm. So in the case of oh, the JPNAP, like the internet exchanges, are oh, becomes some very important oh, roles. Yeah. yeah because then, yeah, so a lot of the oh, companies are connected to the ISPs and they are connecting to a uh, oh, internet exchange and to a uh, cloud services. Yeah, and also that sometimes oh, the enterprises are directly connected to the oh, internet exchange and connecting to the cloud directly. Mm-hmm. So from that perspective, oh, we are oh, becomes a very important place mm-hmm. or platform yeah, to connect to uh, our cloud. Okay, so JPNAP is now you have a lot of clouds connected to you and therefore you can sell that cloud connectivity to uh, enterprises around Japan. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's that's really. Uh, do you feel there is a private cloud or public cloud in Japan? You know, you do you feel it's popular to go with the public clouds like Amazon and Google, or do enterprises more want private clouds by building themselves, or or going to private more private cloud owners? What what's the most popular in Japan? Oh yeah, that's a tough question. Yeah, so. The public cloud is in uh, the very uh, popular, and also uh, the some Japanese company uh, providing the, some cloud services. Yeah, and uh, oh, I think these days the public cloud like an Amazon or AWS are become some popular, and even the Japanese government or oh, are uh, starting using that AWS. Yeah, or mm-hmm. such kind of or the Microsoft. So, oh, international clouds. Yeah. And also, the connection to uh, oh, the cloud services, uh, there are two types. Uh, if the company needs and, um, more oh, capacity or bandwidth, mm-hmm. they will oh, try to use an uh, internet connection and avoid access to that publicly. But then, uh, yeah, the Japanese companies are oh, very uh, oh, sensitive mm-hmm. to... Uh, Oh, 
kind of in that uh, encryption. Yeah. Or so oh, they sometimes they prefer or oh, the private connection to uh, the clouds. Mm. Okay. Uh, one thing I guess that's always going to come up is is COVID nineteen and and uh, what happened to every country around the world. What would you say uh, COVID nineteen happened in every country? Would you say that uh, people started to work more from home in Japan when COVID hit Japan, and did that also accelerate people's digital agenda? You know, more things in the cloud and so on. How would you say COVID has affected Japan in terms of networks and and JP yep. now? Yes. Yeah. So the COVID uh, during the COVID, yeah, the people were uh, people were working from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, almost many people are all uh, working from home. Uh, but then uh, after uh, the after the COVID, mm-hmm. they are gradually back into a uh, office. Okay. But some advanced the company. The entity is uh, one of them. Is or decided the work from home is uh, the standard. Okay. I then the, uh, the employees the in the usual workplace if they're home that is an uh, a current entity's wow <laughs> policy. Yeah, yeah. So from that perspective, the people does uh, do not or uh, go to office every day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have to go to an office, but then that is not an every day. So working from home portion will increase. Yeah. Yeah. So that also uh, increase the traffic of the network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not a big portion, but uh, oh, like in the Teams, Zooms, Webex, this kind of uh, remote conferencing yeah. tool becomes more and more popular. And oh, before the COVID, we had to go to uh, oh, our customers' office. Mm-hmm. But then these days, some of the meetings can be done on the remotely. Okay. Yeah. So the traffic uh, regarding to uh, remote work also increasing. Yeah. And uh, I think not in, uh, all the people are working from home. Stand maybe a seventy or eighty percent or of the now workers will go office, mm-hmm. but they never back, never go back to before the COVID. No. So some portion that 20 or 30% of the people or the time are working from home. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel this has speeded up digitalization in Japan? Has this uh, helped enterprises become more digital? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So uh, that this phenomenon uh, will, will support in, uh, the companies in Japan and move to a more digitalization more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People found that uh, some work, like an, uh, yeah, maybe you know that uh, the Japanese style, or if the contract is uh, the signed, not only the sign, but then uh, oh, pushing the, oh, we call it hanko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stamp. Stamp, oh, yeah. yeah. Stamp. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, that is very uh, ridiculous. Or uh, if we can only digitally sign mm-hmm. or uh, communication uh, within uh, some kind of tool, uh, we cannot. Uh, we do not have to go to an uh, office to push the put the stamp. 
on that con- okay. <laughs> contract. Okay, how about that? Yeah, so thing. that kind of you know, digitalization, very basic one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People noticed that during the COVID. Oh, that is a redundant, ridiculous work. Mm-hmm. So the digitalization were moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh. using the clouds, yeah, and oh. such kind of uh, current digital technologies. Oh, but that's a good sign. That's uh, a small step forward, but but a good one. Uh, okay, uh, another topic. Um, finding skilled people is is difficult everywhere in the world. Uh, is that the same thing in Japan? Is it is it tough to find people who are skilled? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So as you know, the oh, Japan Japan becomes the uh, the birth rate is uh, decreasing. That means uh, the younger people are less and less. Oh, year by year. Yeah. And uh, oh, these days, such a younger generation were born after uh, oh, the internet becomes popular. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when they uh, were born, in front of them, there is an, uh, oh, like an, uh, personal computers connected to the internet mm-hmm. or smartphones or a tablet. Yeah. So they are noticed. They know that the uh, internet uh, plays a very important role, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. uh, our issue, or uh, that especially for uh, internet industries, or uh, issue is younger. Such younger people do not have an uh, interest on the internet or infrastructure. Okay. Yeah, that becomes something like a uh, social infrastructure, like a uh, water supply or electricity or gas, such kind of things, uh, infrastructure. Uh, we are using the very frequently, but we do not know the behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. So the youngest, for the youngest people, the internet becomes only uh, all, already a, a kind of a uh, very convenient. One, but then they do not know or they have no interest on the you know, internet okay. and the infrastructure. So we need to oh, attract them more and more. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have to uh, announce how we are important and what are what we are doing to uh, to the younger people. And some of them, oh, if they know, oh, some of them are uh, having an interest on the infrastructure and becomes a part of our community. So that is our, <laughs> uh, we should do that. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, uh, but that sounds sounds like a good strategy. Uh, and I guess you, you, you guys need to go to the universities and let the universities train people in networks as well. So so we get more, more people into our industry because sometimes you feel that it's getting older. Uh, and as you said, not very many young people are attracted by the telecom industry. So that's uh, an important an important step forward. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So sometimes, oh, all over the world, oh, there is a NOC network operators group. Yeah. And uh, engineers get together and they discuss the internet or some important topics. Mm-hmm. And we started to uh, oh, invite mm-hmm. to uh, young people, like a student or uh, the the first or second year employees too such kind of knocks or, mm. or the meeting. And oh, if they join mm. on such kind of meeting, they know the, how the internet is very uh, interesting. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, we started these activities five or six years, mm. and oh, some younger people, like the students, started to uh, 
enter our, our community or that network company, ISP companies, yeah, mm-hmm. like that. So uh, we need to uh, do this more and more. Yeah. Okay. Okay, oh, but that's yeah. interesting. Uh, on on that same topic, you know, do you do you feel that people in general in Japan understand the importance of connectivity, or is everyone just taking it for granted? They just uh, the network should always be there, and they don't think about it. Uh, how do you see that? Yeah, so these days people are know that they use an internet, mm. but oh, the connectivity is very normal. Mm. So that is now oh, they do not care about that. Mm. So they notice, they realize the importance only after uh, some outage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the Japanese operators uh, try very hard to uh, oh, prevent such kind of outages, but then uh, oh, maybe uh, once in two or three years. We have had a uh, big outages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the time, they all realized and know that oh mm-hmm. yeah, the connectivity is important, and if we lose the connectivity, then uh, we cannot do <laughs> anything. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. So yeah. So sometimes oh, that happens, and the people notice that. But then uh, soon after that, they will forget that. Yeah. No. <laughs> that yeah. No. It's the same thing. Same thing everywhere. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, you mentioned in the beginning uh, when what you have done before and so on. You, you mentioned you had been part of the Global Peering Forum. You you've been. Uh, would you say that the Global Peering Forum? discuss the same thing as you discussed in the Japanese peering forum? Uh, is is the peering question the same all around the world or is it different between parts of the world? Yeah, so peering itself, almost the same kind of problems we're discussing. Only okay. Not only in Japan, but also the globally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. For sometimes uh, some bigger content provider or CDN providers changing the peering policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the case Oh, the eyeballs, uh, even uh, especially that small and medium oh, ISPs, oh, start to yell, yeah, because and uh, yeah, the peers, oh, such kind of big guys mm-hmm. means and increase in the transit cost. Yeah. So yeah, oh, that kind of things happened, and we are oh, discussing oh, how to deal with that, yeah, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also. Uh, uh, discussing about and uh, yeah the same kind of thing yeah I mean that that from the technical per- perspective oh, these days RPKI yeah yeah in security the routing security becomes mm-hmm. very important so mm-hmm. uh, at the peering community oh, we also discuss these kind of things yeah so I think not big difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when you when you, you mentioned RPKI, which is a way to make uh, traffic more secure on the internet, uh, are there yeah. other security discussions you have in in JPNAP uh, around DDoS attacks and and that type of? Is that something you discuss and, and need to handle? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the DDoS is in the long term. Oh yeah, DDoS is in the big problems for a long time mm-hmm. uh, for for the past. But uh, now we thought that the DDoS attack mm-hmm. is in a coming from uh, all over the world. So transit providers that mitigate that isn't the best way. And internet exchange 
is an only part of the internet. So at first we thought that and, uh, there is much demand on the internet at the internet exchange about an uh, oh, DDoS mitigation. Mm-hmm. But these days, oh, the some content providers oh, uh, sometimes attacked. So in that oh, in terms of it, so some content providers oh, requested or oh, demand us to uh, have an uh, oh, such a DDoS protection method. Okay. So oh, of course, uh, so the JPNAP also uh, implemented an uh, oh, LTBH, yeah, hmm. the black hole. Yeah, and also we are oh, considering about an, uh, data mitigations at the internet exchanges. So I I like to say that and uh, oh, the the mitig- such kind of uh, oh, DDoS attacks becomes a more local yeah thing local matters. And that is also uh, re- related to uh, internet exchange. It becomes a more and more uh, important place. Yep. or internet or traffic. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's oh, very interesting that uh, you can go in there and help with DDoS attacks and so on. Uh, I guess you will sell that as a add-on service to your peering service you're selling. You you can also sell security and protection. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, uh, we're coming more towards the end of, of this, uh, which is really good. But uh, a few more questions. Uh, I'm kind of curious. Uh, if you and I would have this conversation in five years, uh, what would we talk about? Would peering Is peering still existing in five years? Uh, or is it uh, something else that we talk about in five years? Or what, what would you say? Uh, what's in the future? For yeah, us? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that uh, oh, peering oh, never disappear mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the, yeah, as in the, each network, or oh, reducing the transit cost, IP transit cost is yeah. a oh, very important things and the first priority. Yeah. So oh, the peering, oh, the role of the peering is becomes more and more important. Mm-hmm. So from that perspective, oh, the internet exchange uh, will play an important role more and more from now. Mm-hmm. But then I think. Yeah. Oh, also the IP transit never disappear. No. Yeah. So, oh, from that perspective, internet appearing and oh, transit is coexist. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, from that perspective, oh, internet exchange is an uh, a kind of uh, aggregation place or a kind of the marketplace uh, where a lot of the uh, network exists. So, oh, the collaboration with an uh, IP transit provider like uh, Aurelion, mm-hmm. yeah, collaboration to internet exchange becomes more and more important. Yeah. Because then, uh, oh, yeah, IP transit provider can provide a transit as an additional services of internet exchange. Yeah. So, uh, I think uh, internet exchange and oh, IP transit providers uh, become some more oh, good partners mm-hmm. oh, in uh, these five years. That okay. is my vision. Oh, that's good. Do you think we will have many more peering points in Japan in five years, or will you still have only four? Do we need many oh, more? That, yeah, so increasing the number of the peering point in Japan is oh, gradually increased, but uh, not so fast. Okay. So I think, yeah, in the next five years, oh, the 
suburban cities like in、uh, oh, Fukuoka and Sendai is gradually、uh, growing.、Mm-hmm. But after the five years, another other cities in Japan、mm-hmm. will be、uh, the internet exchange will be、uh, oh, populated、mm-hmm. in the other cities, and they also gradually、uh, growing.、Mm-hmm. So that is my question. Yeah. yeah, not、okay. immediately. Yeah, the tens or yeah. okay. Yeah, how much internet change and the populated,、yeah. but then very slowly. But yeah, in the future it will grow. Yeah. yeah, and and if you just you you've been in this industry so long, so if you think about telecom in general in five years, will we still have mobile networks and fixed line networks, and and they will be a combination of both, or or will you see that one is taking over the other, or how do you see the the telecom market、yeah. in five years? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, 4G, 5G, and、uh, there are、uh, the mobile operators can provide、uh, much more、oh, capacity. Yeah. So, the the rich the, the portion of the mobile providers are increasing,、mm-hmm. but the, never disappear the fiber to the home like in the fixed lines.、Mm-hmm. So they are coexist. But then the mobile portion is becoming larger and larger.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, then people are、oh, use both. Yeah,、mm-hmm. in the, these five years or ten years, I believe.、Mm-hmm. Okay,、uh, but that's that's really interesting, and I think that's a very good note to end. So Toyama-san, thank you very much for for being a guest on this podcast. I've I've really enjoyed the conversation. So、uh, thank you very very much. Yeah, thank you, Marius, and thank you very much. I also enjoyed it,、yeah. this talk. Good. Thank you very、yeah. much. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening. We will soon be back with a new guest, so please follow us on Twitter, Connectivity Pod, for updates. So stay tuned until next time.